the talk of Urbana. Interesting talk. 930 WFMD. 812 at WFMD. It's the Morning News Express. Bob Miller, Ryan Hendrick, and in the house is the sheriff of Frederick County, Sheriff Chuck Jenkins, joining us. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Bob. Doing fine, thanks. Good, good. Glad to hear it. Now, I know, and we want to just be upfront with a lot of people, is that uh, we've already, you know, we've gotten reached out to, and, you know, your lawyers have advised you not to talk about the particulars of your case, and we understand that because it's still ongoing, but is it going as well timeline-wise as you want it to be? Uh, not as quickly as I would like it to be. Uh, the, the federal process is slow, uh, painfully slow, actually. And uh, listen, uh, I'll get through this adversity. It's, uh, you know, a bump in the road, uh, unlike anything I've ever been through in a very unique situation. But uh, I'll get through it. You're still, as, as Todd Weibel said yesterday on this program, that you are still the sheriff of Frederick County. You are still involved uh, in operations. And one of those operations was a budget hearing where it seemed like uh, the deal that maybe you had struck in conversations with Jessica Fitzwater, the county executive, did not sit well with some of the council members. They took and voted $806,000 away from your budget. What's up with that? Well, actually, $890,100 out of my budget. Wow. So, so a lot more than, than that. Uh, so so this is really, really um, concerning to me because, uh, again, Jessica Fitzwater, myself, uh, we had our budget conversations. Uh, she she understood completely. She was very receptive to everything that I requested and asked for. And, uh, of course, she approved it. And uh, so I guess the problem is with the council and their reasoning on why. Um, this is the, And listen, this is not the fact that I asked for something in addition to and was denied. They have now cut and taken real money out of my current budget. They've actually taken... Uh, I think there was confusion uh, as to how much they were going to take. So they said they were going to take uh, – actually, it was um, the amendment. I think it was amendment number six in the budget request process or the budget approval process. Amendment number six, which was proposed by Councilman Donald and seconded by Councilman Duckett, uh, they actually took four current funded positions. And when they did that, I'm not sure they come up with the right numbers because the cost of, of four positions, if you include salary and fringes, was about two hundred and twenty-three million dollars. I'm um, two hundred and twenty-two thousand dollars. However, they decided to take somewhere out of that eight hundred and ninety thousand dollars. So a lot more than the four positions. Uh, they included a lot more of the one-time costs that we don't figure into new positions. So, listen, this is roughly two percent of our current law enforcement budget. Is that an? I mean. Some people go, well, it's only 2%, Sheriff. Um, that's not that much. You can survive off of that, can't you? Well, you know what? You, you, yeah, we, we can. We will survive. We'll, we'll be okay. But here, here's the problem, Bob. So we are, we are short-staffed in some areas of the agency. So as, the time, as time goes by through the course of a year, we need additional overtime money. We use the, the excess salary money in our budget to cover the overtime. So let's say we have a couple large uh, serious incidents or events that demand a lot of overtime, a lot of manpower, it's going to drain us pretty quickly. That money doesn't go a long way. So, again, it's not that we were asking for more money. They took what we were currently budgeted, which really hurts us. Here's the other thing that really bothers me. Over over my 16 years, I think I've done a pretty doggone job and in, in a good job in being a good steward with the taxpayer money. Uh, I've always worked hard to have fund balances to roll back. 
uh, our, our housing program at the jail over the course of uh, 12, 13 years, we had generated about a million and a half dollars a year to turn back into the county coffers. So this is what really bothers me, that of the seven council members, uh, most of those council members knew that I had established this credibility with the budget. That's why it bothered me so much that it was cut. And it, it went down the line, five to two Democrats, uh, only Mason Carter and uh, Steve McKay were opposed to the amendment. So that, that's why it bothers me so much, as hard as we have worked to be a good watchdog of the tax money. And, and also, the disturbing fact remains is that the crime is up in the county and in the city. Now, after being told that crime was actually down in the city, we have found that it's not. It's, in fact, surging. Latest crime numbers in the city indicate burglaries, rapes, robberies, aggravateds all up. And I'm sure that you're experiencing similar instances in the county. So taking away deputy positions at this point in time doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Four deputies, right? Four deputies? More. The the money equals far more than the four deputy positions, yes. Hmm. That's that's just a now, shame. Now the fact is the vac- you know they were vacant positions. They were we don't have bodies to fill those positions. But but they but could be the money's there. The money's there to be used for overtime. And you could be did. you could be looking at lateral moves. There's a lot of talented uh, people in Hagerstown and Washington. We, we just hired two good young men this week, hmm. and and those numbers change on a daily basis. The number of people, uh, uh, the number of vacancies changes almost weekly. All right, uh, eight seventeen at WFMD, Frederick County Sheriff Chuck Jenkins talking exclusively to WFMD this morning here's traffic 930 w morning news express at wfmd 301-694-9363-301-694 to bfmd by miller ryan hendrick the sheriff of frederick county sheriff chuck jenkins in the uh in the house i really uh, want to kind of go because i know we got a lot to talk about yeah but there was an article an op-ed piece today uh by don DeArmond. Uh, in the Freddie News Post, they said popular sheriff is not without controversy. And one of the things that he stated in this, um, I mean, it was a, lo- a lot of stuff in there, but that the um, the maybe finally Frederick County Sheriff's Office needs to move to a county police department, uh, it, which uh, should be worth exploring. And we've all heard that that's kind of something that Jessica Fitzwater, county executive, was looking at maybe doing. Maybe not so much now, but a county police force and then just you be uh, a jailer, Sheriff. Uh, You you know what? I've never had the conversation with her. I know there are thoughts on the county council about going in that direction. Uh, And and listen, I think that would be the political fight of of their careers. Because in this county, I still feel like regardless, take me out of the equation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Someday I won't be here. Uh, whenever that happens to be. But listen, I think the, the by and large, the public of Frederick County likes the fact that they have an elected sheriff that actually is in charge of law enforcement, the detention center, and, and the civil process and judicial services. I think they like that. I think the public is better served by it. Now, the sole reason that they want this is because of me. They don't, People on there don't like me. Right. Okay. They want a chief that they can. They want a police, uh, county police that they have a chief that they elect that they appoint that that uh, they can basically control. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. Yeah. So, but be careful what you ask for. Yeah, because some of the political political uh, uh, the windfalls the winds, yeah. the winds change. Yeah. So some of the counties that he mentioned, <laughs> I love Democrats because they never look at the facts. It's 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 right. their truth and then the truth, right? 
So there's uh, five counties, Baltimore County, Montgomery County, Prince George's County, Anne Arundel County, and Howard County. He says those counties have elected sheriffs, but sheriff's deputies function essentially as a court police force. So let's take Prince George's County, uh, for example. Carjacking crisis. Crime is through the roof. Crime is 200% higher in PG County this morning than it was at the same time last year, Montgomery County. We know why people are moving from Montgomery County to Frederick County, because it's unsafe. Ryan, people tell me why they move here. For the safety of this county, because we have a law enforcement agency that does everything we can to protect this county. That's why they move here. Then why do they vote Democrat? Uh, you, I have no idea. <laughs> why did they so pre- let's go back to Don DeArmond. Uh, I don't know him personally. He has had a dislike for me for, for years. A personal dislike. You've never met him. I never met him in person. I've had a conversation with him, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I'll say this: he can take shots at me. I'll take a shot back. His son was in jail. Um, something happened in there that, that well, he wasn't happy with. He wasn't happy with the outcome mm. after he talked to me. So again, it's a personal dislike of me. But take me out of the equation. Is the public better served by a chief that's being controlled by politicians or a sheriff that makes his, his or her own decision? I would think the latter, Bob. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Um, the other thing that I'm pretty sure that he's not a big fan of is the 287G program, which, by the way, um, we found out that uh, a, a gruesome, grisly case uh, by gang members or supposedly gang members. I can't confirm that. I'm saying that they are. Um, you know, we're all here illegally. And the only way we found that out is because of the 287G program. Mm-hmm. So how valuable is that right now? And how valuable? will that be going forward? I've been saying for years, for 15, 16 years, that these problems are coming. Right now, the problem is, is uh, has even worse because of the open borders. I've been saying uh, uh, for decades now, the gangs are here. There's going to be, we, we are not in a position. America's not ready for the violence that's coming this way. Yeah. And we're seeing that right here in Frederick County. Well, I, I think I can confirm that the one of the guys is wanted for murder in El Salvador. Right. One of the guys that's accused of, of in connection with that 15-year-old kid. There are more MS-13 gang members here than the public actually knows. And why the city doesn't declare a public health crisis for these gang members is besides me because six, six men connected to that gang and illegal immigration are charged with murder last just last week. Right. Just last week. Think about that. Let that set in for a minute. And you wouldn't know all these things were it not for our program with ICE. We, you wouldn't have this information. You wouldn't have access to it. Correct. And some of that information did not come from city police it came from the um, sheriff's department right. or sheriff's office, I should say. Um, and so I'm asking, we, I think Ryan asked this question the other day. Is like, why didn't we hear it from them first as opposed to uh, having to hear it from the county? I don't know why they don't want to put the information out, but I personally believe, my belief is the public has a right to know, should know, and, and they should demand to know, actually. Hmm. And I think there's an obligation for law enforcement to let the public know. It is 826 at WFMD Frederick County. Sheriff Chuck Jenkins is with the Morning News Express, a conversation that you will not hear anywhere else. It is coming up at 827. Morning News Express on WFMD. You can't drive 55 in a certain place. You're going to get pulled over. Maybe by one of the uh, Frederick County uh, Sheriff's Department uh, 
Um, but you never know because they might not have the guys out on the road, the gals. When I say gals, I mean guys, I mean guys and gals. So, um, Sheriff, you were at this meeting. I want to go back to the budget real quick. You were at the meeting. Did you get? Were you given an opportunity to respond? The reasoning behind the large amount of money that was taken away from you, and did anybody actually make eye contact with you? Uh, from the council board. I was not at that meeting okay. where they made this decision. This was a public meeting following our budget appeals conversation. Okay. That, now, I will tell you, there was no indication during that meeting that there were going to be any cuts. I think this, this decision was made when they looked at the totality of the budget, where they stood, the possibility of tax increases. So this was their final decision. I had no opportunity to come back and, and appeal or weigh in or anything else. Hmm. Now, does this, I mean, you've been talking about positions, but does this also hurt when it comes to buying things that the, the department needs, body cameras, vests, cars, all that or not? It could affect some of our purchases of equipment uh, on the operation side, but by and large, the, the monies that we asked for for body cams was approved. Other, other programs that are required uh, by the current police reform laws, all that was approved because they're mandated. But this is actually real money pulled from our operation side of the budget that will have an impact on manpower over time, what we could buy, what we may need in the next year going forward. Because, listen, you budget, you, you project the need, but, but things change over time. So let's talk about what changes over time because you, you're a five-term sheriff. You first got here, you know, a long time ago. I mean, you've been here your whole life. But as we've seen the political landscape shift, so is the criminal element. That right. has shifted. The the violent crimes, the violent gangs, the open borders, even the drug use has, has changed. And I, I think fentanyl's the drug of choice in Frederick County. I could be wrong. But how has the the cultural landscape shifted under you in the last five terms? You're talking about the, the culture of, of the public? The, the culture, the culture of crime, like, okay. like how has the agency evolved? What are you dealing with now that you weren't dealing with uh, 10, 20, 30 years well, ago? Well, probably the, the biggest thing is the, the, the drugs, the drug usage, the, the overdoses, the fentanyl, the heroin that we never saw on the streets of this county in, over the decades of my career is now worse than it's ever been again. In some parts of the county, not so much out in the county, but but the gang crime is starting to come this way. Uh, the way the way that we address crime, the way that we deal with crime, approach the problems, it demands more and more technology, which is expensive. Uh, there, there's always something necessary uh, uh, to to do lengthy investigations. Again, law enforcement is driven a lot now by technology, and technology is expensive. You know, I get I get requests every, every other month about uh, you know, new software and new programs and, and new this for that and, you know, new reporting type systems. So all the requirements. And again, a lot of this is being driven by the state of Maryland through the legislature. Have you I, I know um, uh, police, Hagerstown Police Chief Paul Kiefer. I don't know if you know. Uh, uh, Chief Kiefer. Yeah, good guy. Yeah, really he is good a good guy. guy. He he is a short staff there and overwhelmed by. Baltimore drug gangs and violence right. there. So he has opted to use drones. Is that something you would consider to save or to counter any defunding efforts by Democrats on the Frederick County Council? I think there's certain uh, practical uses for drones. I think what he came up with up there is really, really oh, smart. great idea. Smart. Yep. I like the guy. He's, he's my type of chief. He, he's a, he's a, just, just a, a boots on the ground type guy. But I think there are certain uses for drones, and we do have a drone. We do have drones. we got to have a robot used by our SWAT team. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have the technology. It's just all the time. 
all the, these uh, soft software updates and reporting systems and, and just a massive amount of money. I say the government is, is really wrapped around the axle uh, with all the, the uh, technology requirements. And, and it's funny because the entertainment tax, Bob Miller, is actually going to raise, according to the Frederick News Post, the entertainment tax that they're proposing is going to raise a million dollars. What are they going to spend that money on? Maybe they'll give it back to the sheriff's department. Hopefully. You know, l- listen to what <laughs> That'd I be said nice. a while ago. Over 16 years, there's not one single year I haven't given to the county probably uh, anywhere from a million and a half to $2 million a year in both our housing uh, uh, reimbursements from the jail through the federal system and also monies that's been left over in our budget because of our due diligence and watching how we spend it. So for now, for this to happen now after all these years is really a little bit of an insult to me and is very concerning for the agency. Well, you know, and, and at some point when you were doing that, there was, you know, some some people were like, why is he doing that? Yeah, Spend no, the money. You know, you know what's sad, Bob? That It never really mattered. I thought it was my I thought it was an obligation on my part. OK, as a fiduciary responsibility to watch over the taxpayer. Nobody cares. That's the sad part. Right. It is uh, 846 at WFMD. Back in a minute to wrap it up with Frederick County Sheriff Chuck Jenkins. Get you a quick sports report. Big merger in golf. We'll talk about that right now. 930 WFMD. Sports. But first, the Orioles were in Milwaukee. Walked off in 10 last night. 4-3. to Meanwhile, Jay Monahan, the commissioner of Liv, speaking out about the merger of Liv and the PGA, which shocked the sports world yesterday. It's a historical day for the PGA Tour and the game of golf, and it's a historical day for the PIF and the DP World Tour. And, you know, there's been a lot of tension in our sport over the last couple of years. But what we're talking about today is coming together to unify the game of golf. All right. And the NBA Finals continue tonight. Series shifting to Miami. Denver Nuggets, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Series tied at one game apiece. Also, two Cleveland Browns robbed at gunpoint on Monday, coming out of a nightclub early Monday. Suspects still at large. Players are okay. 847 at WFMD and WFMD.com. Good morning, 847.